0: I was determined to fight back. I was thinking, if she slaps me, I slap her back. She, the one I called mum. I was maybe 13. I would have hit her with all my strength. I was ready to go hysterical, ready to push her from her chair onto the floor and let all hell break loose. It would have been a big, very big thing, especially in a family like ours. You know, we went to Mass every Sunday, we didn't say rude words because it's bad, we didn't display much emotion because it's ridiculous and not reasonable. You see the style, Afflicted Virgo style. I was ready to let my rage explode, I was waiting for the slap, and it didn't happen. She didn't even try. She must have felt it. My brother was five years old at the time. Years later, we talked about this day. He remembered perfectly. He told me, on that day, you won. I don't know if my father noticed anything. If he did, it didn't show. I would still have to hear sharp and destructive words. critics. Contempt, words designed to belittle, to humiliate, to nip in the bud all the pride and arrogance she saw in me. But it was mostly in her mind. Her behavior was compulsive. Compulsive, it's like barking when someone is knocking at the door. For a dog. Hmm? Knock knock. Bark bark. It's the power of Pluto. Consciousness is not invited. There is a pattern. And a release of power. Knock knock bark and my very existence was a knock knock on the door. Jesus said forgive them because they don't know what they are doing. I hated her as a child, but now I know that she didn't know what she was doing. Being compulsive it's like being drunk or completely stupid. That's unconscious. And that day I won. I was a bit disappointed, though. I was so ready to go mad. Pluto in the third house in my natal chart, by the way. In the Bible, a proverb goes like, The tongue has the power of life or death. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Maybe I loved it too much in another life. I don't know. I don't know. When I was about 7, we were on holiday in the south of France, visiting somewhere, sights and all that. There was a small dog. Yes, a rather small one, a big rat with long hair. It was barking at me. I was scared. The small dog was taking advantage of my fear. It kept barking at my legs. I tried to escape, climbing on a grid. I wasn't a glorious 7 year old, no, but well. My stepmother, which I called mum, was laughing at me. Oh, he's scared of the little dog. Oh, he's scared of the little dog. Oh, he's scared of the little dog. From my father, nothing. He said nothing to me and nothing to her, as far as I know. Just his usual aloof attitude, like not being there, basically. All I could see and hear was, Ho ho he's scared of the little dog. When we left the place, I was walking behind. They turned left and I turned right. I didn't want to stay with them any longer. I wanted to live a great adventure, like in the books of the famous five. Do you know or remember The Adventures of the Famous Five by Enid Blyton? Books for Children. Four brothers and sisters or, or cousins two boys and two girls, with a faithful dog. One of the two girls is a tomboy, the other is a delicate and lovely little thing. My favorite pages were always the first and last ones, before and after the adventure, when they were just happy to be together as a family. I would have loved more of that. I walked in the street, not knowing where I was going, At a crossroad, I sat on a small wall and waited for the adventure to happen. It took time. Nothing happened. I can't say how long I stayed there. And then I saw our car with my father at the wheel. He told me to get in, in a neither cheerful nor scolding tone, and that was it. In the evening, I heard that she wanted me to be punished, but he didn't want to. So even if he said nothing, I got a message there. He must have understood something on this one. When Pluto hit my IC and started its long transit in my fourth house, we moved house. It was April 1971. I was 9 years old. We stayed in the same city. Small city and 5,000 inhabitants, a big village. My parents had built a house. I didn't want to move house. There was a tree behind the house we lived in before. I loved climbing it. I sat on a branch near the trunk, three meters above the ground, and I felt safe. I loved spending time in my tree, high above the ground. Trees hold you better than people. There were no trees behind the other house. There was a Jewish graveyard, fields with tall grasses, houses, and a few blocks a bit further away. Tall grasses are great. You can crawl and disappear in them like an Indian with feathers on your head. I made a shack in a ditch with cardboards. I was sitting in it, and I saw two legs passing through the roof. Three or four boys from the blocks a bit further away. They found it extremely funny to destroy my little home and scatter its pieces. I was scared. That's why they enjoyed. They didn't want to beat me up. They would probably have enjoyed a good fight if I had tried. I was scared and I didn't understand. I really didn't see the point. I was a kind of dreamy little thing and there was a storm. I was baffled. I didn't know how to deal with that, and I was alone. I would meet them again, these boys, many times. There were a few families in these blocks, real social cases. They made me feel fear and humiliation. They called me egghead. I didn't know how to fight them. They played with their power. I would manage to avoid them as much as I could. Thank God they were not everywhere all the time. Thank God, or maybe unfortunately, I didn't reach the stage of becoming so desperate and mad that I could explode. I kept it all in. Crossing their path was an experience much more real and much more fundamental than anything I ever been taught at school or at home. I was a snail with a broken shell. Living in a world where shells are not talked about. Today I don't say shell, I say aura or energy field. In my experience, family and school are not qualified when it comes to reality. I felt that deeply as a child. Inside the house, Maman was an aggressor I knew. She was a great pain, but I was not scared. I knew what she could do. I knew how far it could go. Verbally, she was a harpy. Physically, there was no danger. Outside the house, I didn't know. I didn't know where the limits were. I didn't know if there were limits. It was a complete unknown, and my imagination has no limits. When I was four or five, I used to say, When I grow up, I kill you, and I throw your bones to the dogs. If this was the measure of my homemade rage, this might well have been the measure of my fear as well. Mars in my chart is square to the nodes. In Scorpio, it's a powerful Mars. And square to the nodes, there is a big problem. In Scorpio, it can be turned against yourself, inwardly. One day at school, I had an argument with a boy. Not one of the wild ones from the blocks. I don't know where they went to school, they were not seen in the normal school. The boy I was arguing with was just a regular, tough but normal boy. We were classmates, in charge of some tasks before the beginning of the class. We were putting ink in the inkwells, making sure the blackboard and the desks were clean, things like that. I have no memory of the verbal exchange, but it was mutually irritating. The normal procedure was to meet up behind the church after school and have a fight. I went. I didn't know how to proceed. I watched him coming towards me, already dealing blows and kicking in the air. I watched him, I didn't know how to move, and I didn't want to run away, so I just watched. He didn't deal me a single blow. He said, OK, let's leave it there. The way I behaved was exactly how non-violence works. The only thing is that I didn't do it on purpose. But it worked. I didn't learn how to stand my ground looking at my father. (laughs) One day we were at a wedding. I was seven, and my little sister was two. She wore a lovely white robe. It was spring. The weather was beautiful, a bit chilly but beautiful. There was a little river outside the community room where the wedding meal was taking place. Marie-Paul loved washing her hands. She didn't pass a sink without grabbing the soap. At the wedding, the grown-ups were still eating and talking inside, and we, the children, were playing outside. There were four or five steps leading to the river. My sister went down and squatted on the lower step to wash her hands. Plouf! She fell into the water i saw her lovely white robe spread out on the surface and she started drifting away slowly i didn't know how deep the river might be and i didn't know how to swim i shouted to a cousin to run as fast as he could tell the adults in the community room i stayed near the steps to keep her in sight the adults arrived quickly at the bank they immediately spotted her floating But they didn't see me, and they didn't see the steps. There was a moment of hesitation. I saw my father taking his jacket off, not knowing what to do with his jacket, maybe this, maybe that, and ploof, another guy had plunged headfirst into the river, which was just about the width of a plunging man. He retrieved my sister, and he was a hero. The water was rather cold. It was spring, not summer. I don't know if the guy was an Aries rising. His job was in the police. He was trained to action, I suppose. Still, it would have been simpler to walk down the steps and enter the river feet first. How horrible my Libra rising father must have felt about himself. I know it. I know it because, because he is my father. And I know it because I know how much I have hated myself for being overwhelmed by my own emotions in various circumstances and feeling paralyzed. The technical term is inhibited. When I was just a mouse, nasty cats were playing with me. I froze and I hated myself so much. In the real world, the world that is not talked about indoors, In this real world, the value of a boy is measured according to his ability to stand up for himself and fight. Also how he plays football, team sport, not my thing. So imagine, how could I have taken family and school seriously? The most important things in the world are not taught there. How to define yourself, how to communicate with others, how to handle your emotions. What is emotional trauma? It's important. Still today I look at our society and I see mostly a masquerade. Some people are hurt more than others. Some people manage to take it out on others. Some people are used as scapegoats. When violence is not acted out physically, it becomes more subtle but it is still violence and we don't talk too much about it. The most important aim in my life has been to fight what I call the emotional straitjacket. I have fought against myself for years until I understood that not fighting against myself might be a better strategy. I like to think that if the other guy hadn't retrieved my floating sister from the river, my father would have. He would have needed a few more seconds to pull himself together, and he would have gone. He would have walked down the bank and walked in. He would have swum if necessary. He would have done it. Now, as I'm writing this story to tell it in the podcast, it suddenly occurs to me, for the first time, that the mother, my, our mother, the one I called Mum, didn't jump into the water for anyone else either. My father redeemed himself later. We were on a picnic in the countryside. Marie-Paul went into trouble again. She had climbed onto a low branch of a tree, and a cloud of buzzing insects, bees or wasps, were going out of a hole and surrounding her. I was shouting, run, run, Marie-Paul, run, but she stayed put, frozen, it's not her style, though. The one who came running was our dad. He entered the buzzing cloud without hesitation. He was making great gestures to push the insects away and he saved his daughter. As far as I remember, they were not stung. It is difficult to accept being sensitive, vulnerable and emotional. I'm not going to say that it is easy for women, but I want to stress that it is especially problematic when you are male, because of the expectations. But life is life. Life is better accepted such as life is. With my siblings we have often wondered whether there wouldn't be a kind of autistic streak in our family. If autism is a spectrum, as we say today, There are people who are obviously autistic, you know, right at the middle of the spectrum with enough of the heavy symptoms. But there are also people on the fringe, half normal, half a little bit weird. And they don't have the excuse, I should rather say, the acknowledgement of a clear label to give some legitimacy to their difficulties. Why don't we just accept life as life is? Maybe autistic is not the right label. Maybe it's HSP, Elaine Aron did a great work on highly sensitive people, this is a personality trait that exists in animals as well, there are as many males as females who have it. It's life, such as life is. Both my father and I have Neptune conjunction in natal, my father has the Sun in Leo, a late degree, and Neptune is in the early degree of Virgo. I have Sun conjunct Neptune in Scorpio. Hypersensitivity is a likely trait with displacement. It's life, such as life is.